from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Am I reading into this way too much because I have an extreme online problem? Okay. Or is there something to it? All right, I'm, I'm listening. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm at GoHeels.com. And here's an Adam Lucas column on the returns of Armando Baycott and R.J. Davis. Lucas. Times have changed. College basketball roster management has changed, and Carolina has openings to fill. All right, cool. So here's a picture. I see Armando Baycott. I see R.J. Davis. Their backs turned to the camera with their names. I'm looking. I'm looking. I see Leaky Black in this photo. You know who I don't see in this photo? I don't see Caleb Love in this photo. Okay. You know who I don't see quoted in this story or referenced? Upon a, a quick skim, but really it's about Armando Baycott and R.J. Davis. And the way GoHeels.com works is that they reference you. They usually put a hyperlink to you. Mm-hmm. So I see a hyperlink to Leaky Black and Pete Nance, even one for Hubert Davis. I see one for Armando Baycott and R.J. Davis. R.J. Davis again. I do not see any mentions of Caleb Love. Should I read into that? Of course you should. I think the uh, – no, no, let's, let's hash all of this through, right? The Armando Baca, R.J. Davis, and Caleb Love all have the ability to come back and play another season of college basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Baycott, the center of the team. We've talked a little bit about this. You want good college basketball players who will stay and play college basketball who don't necessarily have a future mm-hmm. in the NBA. That's a good thing for college basketball. Mm-hmm. You're seeing that with Drew Timmy, Marquise Noel, at Kansas State, there's not a lot of room in the NBA. Who, for five who, is, who has been the star? But he's been the star of the NCAA times last yeah. night. He's been Drew the star. Timmy, thirty plus points mm-hmm. last night, right? Last year, Baycott was a star in, in March as well. DJ Burns at NC State is another example. Kalkenberg, Ryan Kalkenberg, Kalkbrenner mm-hmm. from Creighton, another example of a guy who probably doesn't have an NBA future, but you could build a really good college basketball team around. R.J. Davis is a smaller guard who I could see playing in the NBA eventually, but is a smaller guard who has some limitations, but is a good college basketball player. Caleb Love, in my opinion, in my opinion, hit the second biggest shot in the history of Carolina basketball. I put Michael Jordan number one. I put his shot over Mark Williams and Duke in the Final Four last year, number okay. two. Okay. Shout out to Kennedy Meeks, who had the biggest block. Block, but shot. Shot, okay. but block, that goes to Kennedy Meeks. Kennedy Meeks, different. Caleb Love, in my opinion, has his place in North Carolina history. Mm-hmm. Has his place. He came back this year, which I thought was a mistake because I thought his value was such that he would have been a first-round pick last year. Okay. Okay? It's easier to say these things in hindsight, but I believe I did say it after the Final Four last year, and I was actually surprised when he came back because a guard of his size does have value at the pro level. Mm -hmm. He came back. He had a difficult season. He shot the basketball poorly. Fundamentally, was his game different this season than the previous season? Not exactly. He runs hot. He runs cold. Mm-hmm. He just happened to – he does hit big shots. He just didn't hit them this year. No. Okay? But fundamentally, his game didn't change. I mean, did we not see the – we really saw the bookends to this, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw the shot over Duke. Duke, and then he the missed against he missed. Duke in the yeah. game in uh, the Smith Center this year. So, Which they needed to help get in the NCAA tournament. They also, did. So one thing with Carolina, they're always – you know, you see it now. You're Unless you do something – unless you go full Rashad McCants – North Carolina is always going to embrace you. Mm-hmm. So I think Caleb Love will always have a place at Carolina. 
That being said, I don't think anyone is speaking out of turn when they say every a lot of people expected Armando Baycott to come back. He did. A lot of people, those same people expected R.J. Davis to come back. He did. Mm-hmm. All of the same people expect Caleb Love to play basketball somewhere else next season. Yes. The question for Caleb Love is, does he go back home to St. Louis or Missouri or a school in the Midwest and where he really has a chance to play close to home and really showcase all of his skills where he's not sharing a backcourt with anyone and then go to the NBA? Or does he try to go to the NBA, probably a second-round pick at this point, if that, play in the G League and make money. Or you can always go overseas and make a ton of money. You can make a great living mm-hmm. playing basketball elsewhere. I do think his time at Carolina is up. Yeah, And these are all honest conversations that people have behind closed doors. Carolina is a, is a school that has always excelled at PR. Always. Okay? And when I say that, the Russell Wilson situation that we did a six-part podcast that you can find, never failed, the Russell Wilson podcast, wherever you get your podcast, that never would have happened at, at UNC. No. Ever. No. Because they know how to handle messaging at Carolina. And how they handle this situation will be a test of that. But I promise you, they won't badmouth him on the way out. They won't say, boo, when he decides to do something else. And, then the, and the, the truth of the matter is, the conversation probably was, Caleb, I think it's time for you to play somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Will, now, will it will will Peter King in twenty years be telling us the story of how Hubert Davis called Caleb Love and said, "Sorry, son, you just can't play here anymore." No, I don't think that's no, going that's to happen. No, that's not going to happen. No, that that I don't think happen. that's going to happen because no. Carolina again knows how to handle their business. But I would be willing to bet healthy portions of my salary sure. that a conversation, an honest conversation, an honest two way conversation, has been had with Caleb Love, and I and. I can tell you the expectation is he is not going to play for North Carolina next year. That yeah. is the expectation within that program. I, I'm with you on that. And you, and you know about, what? That's fine. It's perfect. It's absolutely fine. fine. He still has his place in Carolina history. Of course. And I hope the Carolina fans who were mad at him this year understand that. Look, you he still up- has a great shot. He has still great moments for that school. And he, and he still owns those moments. You can't take them away from him. Even if he – now, he's not going to go play for Duke. But if he, if he goes to place for St. Louis or Missouri next NC year State. and has a great year and ends up in the NCAA tournament, you, you should applaud him. You should root for him. Sure. Now, here's the thing about the PR. I don't disagree with you. I mean, I just – I started the conversation out pointing out Adam Lucas's yeah. column on GoHeels.com, the official website, where they can just kind of like – you know, we've – shout out to Luke DeCock for the 1984 references that he and I have been going back and forth on. We've always been at war with Eurasia, okay? So they can kind of like 1984 this bad boy and that we're like, no, 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 no. No, no, we don't talk about that. It's all good. And then they'll go from there. This is all calculated in the way that these announcements are coming out. As with as with, they're not the only school that does yeah. this. Um, but here's my here's my concern. My concern when it comes to North Carolina. Not the school, not Hubert Davis, who's trying to, one way or the other, drag North Carolina into where college basketball is right now, even if it's going to be very, very difficult for fans to accept that how things. I mean, that's the entire. Art. That was the whole point of Adam yeah. Lucas's column. It's it to like tell the also, old heads to tell the old heads, guys, guys, without, without reading change, it, yeah. without reading it, yeah, sounds suspiciously like what I told them uh, oh. every day. That that's what it. No, it, you're right. You're right. Kind of what it sounds like. No, you're absolutely right. Me. It's almost. It's almost I don't like, like we've like been. It. I don't like it when it comes from you, Gilio. 
It's okay when it comes from Adam Lucas. I mean, it's exactly right? what it is. It's exactly what it is. Honestly, it's the same conversation that's had when we talk about some professional teams. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can say that, but you can't. Just because we talk about it in hushed circles doesn't mean you can say it right. out loud on the radio. Right. Right. Okay? So that I'm, that's not new to me. But here's my concern with UNC and Caleb Love and the conversation going forward. It's going to be overly simplified as to what their issues were last year. And, oh, well, without Caleb Love and the Love roller coaster, and we talked about it, you yeah. know, like, shout out to Bart, who says, like, haven't North Carolina fans been having this conversation about as Caleb Love goes or what Caleb Love does ultimately decides what UNC is going to do? And, like, well, now that's taken out of the equation and these guys can play within whatever offense they want to do. That's an oversimplification of some of the things that have been going on at UNC the last couple of years. That still doesn't take away from the bench minutes. If Caleb Love was as much of a liability as some people want to make him out to be, well, then why did why he continue he to playing? play yep. as many minutes as he did up until late in the year? Remember in that Duke game in Chapel Hill, it did get to a point where Hubert Davis took him off the court and he threw out some different lineups to kind of get things going for the Tar Heels. But why did it take until the last game of the year? So there are some questions about bench development, what the rotation is, all valid things to point out that we'll see if Hubert Davis bringing in the guys that he wants from the transfer portal will alleviate some of those issues. So I, it's simply – And what a great base to start with, by the way. Oh, no, it's Big an amazing – Davis. Yes, and, that's, and that ultimately is why the point of let's see how this offseason plays out is the right way to go about it. But I think at this, two things can be true at once – Having that great base is the first start. Yeah. Now the second part of this is bringing in the guys that you feel can run whatever it is you want to run at UNC, and you trust these guys that you've brought in to develop as a bench and rotations and start out the year that you see like typically and then things pare down as it goes on to a seven-guy rotation. So just don't oversimplify what happened. And there's a tendency to be like, well – now that what we viewed as the issue is gone or potentially gone, then I'm going to be back on board. No, there's a lot of other things that are at play here that, for Hubert, Sa- Hubert Davis's uh, sake, I hope he gets them understood and figured out because that's what's best for all parties involved. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap away what we saw in the back-to-back with the rangers and we'll see it with toronto we'll see it with boston on sunday what a run um gosh as i as legally speaking i use delta eights as my example okay not you going out there and just doing the hard stuff but i've i will maintain 
that for the Carolina Hurricanes postseason, I hope people find ways to kind of find balance, a zen. Because maybe get a maybe get a uh, calming word. Sure. Well, let's let's maybe we'll come up with that. Get the calm app. Calm app. Yeah, but we don't make money off of that. We'll just come up with a word. Fair enough. Them. Fair enough. Brindamore. <laughs> That's a little too hard. I mean, you know what? Maybe brind. We... But amor is love. It so. is amor, amor, amor. But my point is that and we talked about this with Trip Tracy, Valley Sports, yesterday, and he's absolutely right when he says the players don't stress about this stuff because they have the belief and the faith that their process is going to win out in the end. Fans don't operate that way. And the Canes can still believe that they're going to play their way and have 30-some-odd shots on the Rangers last night and it not work out for them, but eventually it will. It's going to stress the hell out of everybody else, man. And my fear is that the Hurricanes are going to once again not play with their food, but make things more difficult than they need to be, and it eventually catches them like it did against the Rangers last year. We'll talk to Luke DeCock about that at the top of the hour. Let's answer some Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door, uh. Hey Joe is brought to you by Oak City Sports Cards. OakCityCards.com. Our first Hey Joe question comes to us from Mark. Hey, Joe, would you advise Kayla Love to go to the NBA or to return to UNC for the 2023-24 season? I mean, what, why, why, could, why, why does he have to go back to college? Why doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. I mean, look, there's a lot of instances where you can overcome a, a less-than-stellar season and do that in the combine and, and whatever workouts you do, and you can probably move up the draft boards. Uh, just a completely different type of thing. That's all. I do a podcast with Scott Wood, who made a bunch of money in Turkey and Spain. There, there's a lot of leagues around the country. Rich Howell playing mm-hmm. in Israel right now. Like, I think you just picked up a third foul. There's a lot of countries out there where you could make a good, li- a much better living than we're making right now. Yeah, <laughs> playing basketball, mind you. So I, I don't even know if Love has to do that. I, I also think maybe the, the G League would be a, a, an option for him. Or, like I said, he's from St. Louis. Maybe he wants to go play for St. Louis or Missouri. I mean, SEC money is real. Go play for Missouri, be the star of that team. They made the tournament this year. You could be one of the main players for them next year. Next up. I got a proposition for you. From Justin, hey, Joe, Chark, Thielen, TMG, TMJ, Hurst, best top two bottom Panthers receiving core since? Ooh. Well, let's uh, let's see who the quarterback is first before we, uh, before we start making any sort of declarations on the wide receiving group. Yeah, DJ Chark. Signed with the Panthers today, uh, was with the Detroit Lions. That's one of these things that's you're, been percolating. You're making me work too hard here with TMJ. Wait, wait, who's, wait, who's, wait, who's TMJ? What am I missing here? I'll go back and look. Anyway, um, I'm unless I'm missing something. Anyway, point is the news oh, of the day. Terrence Terrace. Oh, Marshall Jr. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my bad, guys. Uh, no. <laughs> right. But I do like the, the, the science. Let's let's take it for what it is. Let's take it for the three that actually Shark, are. Thiel, and Hurst. Yes, good pickups. Those are good pickups. Those are absolutely good pickups. Does that make them the best wide receiving group they've had? Mm, yeah, I don't That's know. That's a really a low bar. It's a low bar to begin with. Um, I mean. Ah, Moose and, and Smitty together were good. How long ago was that, though? I know, but I'm just saying, yeah. you, if you're going to ask me who the best Panthers receiving group is, mm-hmm. there's your answer. Yes. I like all the moves that the the Panthers have made on paper. 
And it goes back to Frank Reich at the beginning of the week talking about the quarterback is going to be CJ Stroud. We'll see. Yeah, I mean that's, that's why that's why I think it's going to be. I don't know. Will he start game one? I don't know. I mean, I, the Red Rifle could end no, up starting game one. No, I think you do all these moves, and the way the NFL is built right now, you absolutely get him to throw start him game one. Get him out, throw there. him out there. Throw, throw the puppy in the ocean. They're they, they're making these moves to win now, and they're making these moves. Well, their division's awful, so the, they should be. So they absolutely are not going to put Andy Dalton out there with this idea that they're going to win the division. Okay, Andy Dalton is the safety valve. Okay, he's essentially the Ryan Fitzpatrick of the bunch. Ryan Fitzpatrick has made a career out of. Oh, okay, well, you I'm got pretty this. sure has started over. He has at least to a tongue of Iowa, right? He, but he has. <laughs> he's actually come in as like the closer at times, right? I do like it when you use examples that what fit what I'm trying to say. No, 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 no. Ryan Fitz, I said as a safety valve. I, okay, as a safety. But valve. I'm pretty sure Fitzmagic started that season. And then Tua became the starting quarterback. But Tua was always a project. Okay. There was a there's I mean, a was the number three pick in the draft. But he was a for the Dolphins they took him as a as an investment. Correct. Because okay. they had extra first round picks. Yes. Correct. That was always an investment. The difference between the Dolphins and the Panthers, this is where there's a difference in what you're saying and what I'm saying right. is that the moves that the Panthers are made are in a move to win now in a division that's terrible, not a. Let's bank on Tua Tungavail over over the next couple of years, and then if he actually is the guy, then we can surround him. That's what this year was about with Tua Tungavail right. and the Dolphins. Unfortunately, he got hurt. So, Frank Reich and the Panthers have absolutely signaled everything that they've done with the intention that they're doing it with, and they were aggressive in free agency. And I believe them when they tell you the moves that were made were to be able to put a quarterback in place to succeed now. So. Of the quarterbacks that are available to draft number one, does C.J. Stroud not fit the bill for the Carolina Panthers? It's not Bryce Young, in my opinion, because there's a lot of questions about his size, not just height, but his overall frame. Stroud, with competent veteran wide receivers, should be and with an offensive line that they are banking on being pretty good, should be able to go right out of the gate. So that's, again, Panthers so far have done the right things. Props to them. Next up. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. From Gary, hey, Joe, thoughts on Charlie Baker and Charles Barkley from last night? <laughs> yeah, so Charlie Baker's the new NCAA president. Uh, he did an interview with CBS, and he, I mean, essentially what they're doing is it's an all-hands all type of messaging. You, it's not lost on me that there was the timing of the Notre Dame op-ed in the New York Times that we discussed yesterday followed up by a Charlie Baker interview on CBS talking about what they're looking for in terms of congressional oversight. And then Charles Barkley went on after that and basically said, all politicians are crooks. Why are you asking Congress for help? So it kind of shows you the disconnect of where most of us are when it comes to the NCAA and where the NCAA thinks it's going to go. And I think there's even a disconnect, Joe, with Congress in that everything Congress has told you even in a Republican, Republican-led Republican House of Representatives and Senate. Yeah, there's only one Tommy Tuberville, and he's not powerful enough no, to save you. he's not. They've all indicated to you that this isn't something they're interested in, and with Joe Biden as president, making any sort of moves with this movement would be seen as anti-labor, and that's just not something that Joe Biden's going to do, straight up. Well, never mind the executive branch of our government. How about the judicial branch, which has p- 
plainly and clearly told you your model does not work. And once it is, once there is a legal challenge to it, you will lose that legal challenge. The, the best thing that Jack Swarbrick wrote in the New York Times was they need to stop sitting, the NCAA and its leaders need to stop sitting there and wringing their hands and throwing them up in the air and saying, we can't do anything about NIL. What yeah. they need to do are make rules. That's what they need to do. And what they honestly need to do is let the athletes who are generating the money become employees. They're fighting this. This is the number one thing that they're fighting, and it's the dumbest thing that they're fighting. Next up. Yeah! Our last one comes from Tommy. Hey, Joe, what's the answer to fixing problems with buying concert tickets? <laughs> Hosier today was That's overrun funny. with bots. I can Have any secret tips so you can share? Problems. Have any Hosier tickets during the mixtape I can try to win no, next week? No, no, I don't think we've got any Hosier. Wait, 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 how are you saying his name? Is it Brand? Hosier? Hoser, I'm, I'm Hosier, it's Hosier. Tomato, it's Hosier. Tomato, Hosier. Isn't, it, isn't that the guy who did... Take me to church. Burn, yeah. burn. That's, that's not a ja. That's not a hard ja. It's not a hosier. 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 I, I don't know. I have to go look and look at. He's not you. French, Graham. Bonjour. You're like hosier. Well, it adds a little class to it when you go hosier. It's the French accent from when I did Lumiere, my high school production, coming <laughs> yeah, out in me. That's nice. that's just what nice. it is. So is there, there is no guess, Graham. There there is there is nothing that we can do. The, the only thing you can do is you have to rely on both the Swifties and the Bayhive to get on Ticketmaster and congressional. You want to talk about congressional oversight that actually benefits people? Yes, there has to be something done about ticket prices. Most recently, or how to get tickets. Most recently, The Cure, uh, they announced a tour, and the Robert Smith, lead singer of The Cure, wanted to make sure the ticket prices were oh, no. fair. Okay. And they were, but is it Hosier? Was it, were we correct? Well, what what, what did the what did the Wikipedia say? Hosier. Ho- Hosier. There you go. We were right. Anyway, back to Robert Smith and the Cure. So they try to get like decently priced tickets, at, even at Madison Square Garden, but Ticketmaster's got to make money, so they slapped on all these like fees and whatnot that made the fees as expensive as the tickets themselves. And Robert Smith got mad, and he let that be known, and suddenly people were getting refunds or a portion of their ticket uh, purchase back to make up for the fees that were uh, that were added on. It is price gouging at this point, in my opinion, and they can do it because who's their competition? They have no competition. Ticketmaster, Live Nation, they've got everything uh, by, by your tickets. And I don't know what can be done other than Taylor Swift... Beyonce screaming at their representatives to change these things. Otherwise, how can you go about getting tickets? Do you want to go back to the old days of showing up at school kids' records and lining up for tickets? Do you want to do that? But even then, you get people sometimes who show the up. The old way is the best way. But sometimes, the old way, people would get paid to camp out and then give those to brokers who would then sell those at a profit. Yeah, this is called the law of unintended consequences. Yeah. So, look, there's some artists like Billy Joel is a good example of this. Billy Joel always reserves tickets in the front row of his shows so that he can then give those tickets to hardcore fans. That way they're not they're not blocked out of being able to enjoy his shows from the front row and those things going to like the highest ticket price and everything else. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of Nine Inch Nails. I think most people know that. Uh, Trent Reznor's always the lead singer is always trying to find different ways to do it. He had a concert. Uh, he had he had a tour recently where he forced everybody to go to record stores and buy tickets directly. And he said, "Look, let's kick it old school. Uh, enough of looking at your phone. Enough of just doing everything transactionally, you know, digitally. I want you to stand in line with other Nine Inch Nails fans and find common ground." I was like, you know what? That, that's well played. Uh, my one of my best friends, Tracy, ended up uh, finding her way to a couple of those shows. But some of us don't have that time to go stand in line and go buy tickets. So, and look, this is coming from somebody who has overpaid for tickets on the secondary market. Because in, in the grand scheme, if it's worth it to you, you will find a way to go ahead and just buy those tickets. It's been worth it to me to go see some shows and uh, pay through the nose, through the secondary market. And at the end of the day, you can't take it with you, man. So you might as well enjoy some some music while you're at it. It's the OG. Hosier. It's Hosier? He's French. Or no, he's Irish. Irish. Hosier. Hosier? Is it Hosier or is it Hosier? Hosier. What is it? Hosier. What are you? Are you, are you on YouTube? Yeah, it's like, there's a whole clip of him pronouncing it for everyone, every interview he does. How would Chuck Caton say it? At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org. 